Today, I'm honored to be interviewing one of my favorite vocalists of all time, the one and only John Garcia joins me. First off, John, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today, and welcome back to the Unsung Melody family. Thank you, Jonathan. I, I appreciate it, and, and uh, you know, appreciate the, the interest. You know, this is a, it's a little bit of a, a monumental moment for me here, um, as it's my first uh, solo release. So, right. again, uh, thank you for the interest, and, and, and thank you for, uh, you know, chatting with me. I assure you the pleasure's all mine. I've, I've, I've followed your career for years, um, and so I was, I was very intrigued to hear about this. Uh, but I, I do have a question since, we're, since we started off on this, this note. Uh, with the success of, of the recent Vistachino album and Hermano before that, what kind of made right now the right time to do a solo album? Exhaustion, really. <laughs> uh, exhaustion in in when it comes to um, looking at this collection of songs that um, that um, I have had mm-hmm. th- throughout all the years, um, and and in this cardboard box, I, I kept them in a vault, if you will, or, or a safety deposit box. When actually, in reality, it was just a, a dusty old cardboard box in my room. <laughs> and I held and I and I've collected these songs that were that were special that, uh, to me that I had a personal relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, these are not B sides or leftovers from any of the projects. These are just songs that I've kind of knew wouldn't fit into some of the, the projects that I was in. Sure. So I put it in my back pocket and hold on to it and hold on to it and hold on to it. And, you know, I was exhausted looking at this, this cardboard box and, and I felt bad for him. I mean, <laughs> I had a relationship with these songs and I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to liberate them. I wanted to, I wanted to, to play them and breathe new life into them. So, um, you know that that's it. You know, and and you know, I I love Vista Chino and all the acts that that I played in. And anybody knows, anybody who knows anything about my career knows that I don't stay in 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 one place too long. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, this is a direct result of that. And this is me being explorative and exploratory. And and that's it. Um, right now, there was no reason really. I just I, I really wanted to. You know, ever since I was 18, really mm-hmm. 18, 19 years old, I've always wanted to do a solo project, and it's taken me really this long to to say no to some other projects and finally say yes to this group of songs. Sure, sure. Well, sometimes, though, it's kind of a, a destiny, if you will. Um, I interviewed uh, Tom Kiefer from Cinderella a while back about his recent solo album, uh, and he talked about how the songs just weren't ready, you know, and maybe maybe you just needed that time to reach a point in your life where, you know, it's it's time. So, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um half the fun uh really for me, I mean, these some of my, you know, everybody's you know differs a little bit in regards to, you know, every every sessions I think has a life of its own recording session has a life of its own and sure. this one definitely took up a, a life of its own and and again just to you know the majority of them were done um, but to breathe new life back into them and, and to to write with Dave Angstrom and Mark Diamond and 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 Robbie Krieger from the doors that was that was um, that was the enjoyable part mm-hmm. um, is really creating in the studio and and having the song 
take up a life of its own. And sometimes it's a different vision than how you envisioned it. Sometimes it's better, sometimes it's worse. Um, but, you know, um, nobody goes in the studio to, to make a record that sucks, you know. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, and I, I certainly wasn't looking to go into the studio and, and, and make a record to change the face of rock and roll or to do any of that. I, these Again, these songs were just... Um, close to me, and I and I felt like again liberating them, and uh, I think that um, Harper Hug, uh, my producer Trevor, whatever my 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 other producer and myself, um, you know, I, I think uh, I think we did exactly that. Sure, Absolutely. liberated them. Absolutely. Well, you, you mentioned how things sometimes uh, take on a life of their own. Going into the studio uh, with the song Confusion, which I think is. Uh, probably one of the most unique songs on the album just more or less for the simplicity of it um it kind of took me a couple listens to really connect with it but it's now one of my favorites on the record but going into the studio uh the way the drums really only come in as an accent was that something that that was always in mind or was that something that evolved in the studio this is a perfect example of of breathing new life or taking life away from mm-hmm. a song um con- confusion was was another uh acoustic track um almost a a, a love tragic story mm-hmm. um and this this record only had room enough for one acoustic track and that was her bullet's energy sure. so going in going into the studio and turning this kind of love tragic acoustic song into something that's the complete and total opposite where it's just a guitar drums and vocals um that was the enjoyable part that was the cool part of creating in the studio and that's you know sometimes you have to breathe new life into it and sometimes you got to take it away this is a direct example of of taking life away from a song Mm -hmm. and and turning it into a a completely and, and, and totally different monster um and you know that that particular track is 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 exactly that man it's a, it's a standout one of of um of you know me choosing that song and going yep this song's got to this song's going to go on here and then getting in the studio and and listening to it acoustically and then going nope it needs to go a different direction we need to we need to chop its arm off and mm-hmm. give it a black eye and a, and and a few broken ribs and uh you know a broken nose and that's what you get and that again that was the enjoyable part of of, you know creating in the studio very cool very cool well since we're on the studio um the sound of this record is is very interesting to me it it certainly has the polished sound of the studio but at the same time it's very very raw uh, especially in the guitar tones and the drum sounds i can't really put my finger on it but I'd almost call it um, like desert garage music, and I mean that with all the respect in the world. I, I think it's great. Um, was that the sound that you kind of envisioned going into the studio for this album, or, or again, is that something that just was a direct result of being in there? Uh, tonality on on the guitar and, and bass was very, very important. Um, you know, we wanted something with 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 present, you know, with presence and grit. Um, and, but, you know, we also wanted something that, um, you know, uh, that was, that was mean mm-hmm. and, and dirty and, and, and thrashed, but yet had, 
you know, some clarity to it. Uh, so Trevor, whatever, boy, let me tell you, he, he worked, you know, both him and I worked, you know, really hard as well as Harper. Mm-hmm. The whole team worked really hard in regards to tonality and um, song selection, you know, uh, along with guitar selection, uh, along with head selection, cabinet selection, and, and different blends. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did get mad scientist on it, but uh, on the flip side, the, on the flip side of the coin, there is um, some simplicity to it as well, and that was very that was specific. We didn't want to get you know this is this wasn't math rock. This was just a, a classic simple rock record and that was the that was the concept of keeping it simple and holding back and not getting um too involved in and 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 overthinking and overworking uh, the, the tones and again I, you know I, I give credit where credit is due harper and trevor really were instrumental as well as my guitar players um dave engstrom mark diamond um you know Dandy Brown, uh, Aaron Groban, who's my who's my live uh, live guitarist. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I I, I got to give credit where credit is due, and I, I can't I couldn't have done it uh, uh, at all without the help of of these you know super passionate, uh, uh, extremely talented uh, musicians and producers. Okay, well, good. Well, at least you know that. I get it because that's exactly where I was, you know, with with the desert garage music. It's kind of the feeling that I got. So, so awesome, awesome. All right. Well, I, I do want to ask you about your first single, "My Mind." Um, it has a very interesting video. Was that concept your own, or was that something that was kind of pitched to you? <laughs> well, uh, it was it was a little bit of a a, a combination of both. You know, the, the, it's a it's a story about you know. Uh, inner conflict with with oneself and this guy and this this character. It's a story about uh, you know this guy. It's good versus evil, and you have a little devil on your, you know your your you know good one on on your on your left and a bad one on your right. Mm-hmm. And you know this guy hearing voices and being controlled by them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know when when I told the story to Douglas Quill, the director, um, you know I th- I think he took some of those ideas and he ran with it i mean it, it is a it is a, a, a little you know a little bit of an abstract narrative mm-hmm. um and maybe some and, and maybe uh for some hard to follow uh but for me i think it, it's a it's a it's a perfect uh, uh video for for a for a for a fucked up song um, of, of 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 a of, of a of a conflict of a, of a you know a song that has conflict um, with its with its character uh, and so um, you know I, I I personally dig it um, working with Douglas was awesome mm-hmm. and uh, you know we wanted to do it we knew we wanted to do it local um, I'm very proud of where I'm from mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I'm you know. To, to be you know to be out there shooting at 104 degrees out in their salt and sea wasn't easy but on the flip side of the coin it was a uh, it was uh, an exciting exciting uh, time too and and, and fun right. uh, out there so yeah it was it was all good well that's that's one thing that I think makes you uh, more unique than most and that is the fact that you are always true to 
who you are and where you're from. So kudos, my friend. All right. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm proud of it. And, you know, the cover shows a lot of that too with the open desert road. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to drive up a, a mile and a half uh, dirt road to get to my house. Uh, and, you know, that, that the cover speaks volumes to that as well as the bighorn sheep. It's right. not a goat. <laughs> it's a sheep, and and they're in, they're indigenous to to this area, and and something that I see on a regular basis um, on on uh, several different mountain ranges uh, here in here in uh, here in the desert. So uh, the, I, I I dig the artist uh, Sam Young who who illustrated the ram, and then the the uh, the artist uh, Jared Connor mm-hmm. put it all together, and and it was really his concept. Uh, so. Um, Hats off to them, guys. You know, hats off to those guys. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Um, for me on the album, uh, probably my favorite personal track is "The Boulevard." Uh, I just love the groove on that song, and, and the story itself is is very cool. Uh, would you care to share a little insight into that one, or is that one maybe maybe a little too personal? No, no, that's that's good. you know, all of my, all of my stories are are somewhat you know they're they're they're, they're fictional and they're just stories. I mean, mm-hmm. I. There's there's little there's there's bits of you know little pieces of my life in there and some of them inspired by it, um, but not not you know say 99.99 percent of it it's it will is is all fiction, mm-hmm. um, and they're just they're just stories. Um, that song is um, you know is about you know a little over ten years old, and I I um, you know. Uh, when when writing it and, and breathing new life into it, like I said with Dave Angstrom, this is another one that take, uh, took on a life of its own. Mm-hmm. I never expected, you know, this song to be this slow. It was never intended to be this slow and have that groove to it. And this is where I give credit where credit is due. And I, I um, you know, Harper was instrumental in in in, um, in, in that in that particular song of, of bringing it down. At first, I didn't I didn't agree with it, and I thought it should be faster. But mm-hmm. uh, and ultimately, it was it was my decision. Um, but I, I I trusted Harper, and um, boy, it took on a different life. And it, it <laughs> you know I it's it's Jonathan. It's it's one of my favorite tracks to sing live as well when re- rehearsal has already started, and mm-hmm. and uh, that's part of the set. Um, so to sing that live, boy, it's a it's a um, some songs are are harder. And more enjoyable to sing, and this one is is definitely uh, on the more enjoyable list. Uh, so one of my favorites as well, uh, if I may be so bold. Very cool, very cool. Well, I've known David Angstrom for a long, long time. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and when I listened to this album, uh, there were a couple songs I thought that has to be Dave on that song. But when I heard the Boulevard, I said that has David Angstrom written all over it. So, <laughs> so that was yeah, that was yeah. really awesome. Thank yeah, you. he was he was instrumental in, in in the majority of these tracks, Jonathan. He he was and <coughs> excuse me to have him in the uh, in the studio with me. It was was an, was an honor. And why he isn't, you know, one of the 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 biggest guitar gods in the entire world is is beyond me. I'll, I'll never understand. He is he's an amazing, absolutely phenomenal guitar player. Can't talk highly enough about him. These guitar players that I had on this record were all phenomenal. Mark Diamond was, was, <coughs> excuse me, was, was unbelievable. Um, Aaron Groban, uh, Dandy Brown, you know, Chris Hale. They're they're all great musicians. Very fortunate to have 
to have played with these guys. And, and uh, you know, again, can't thank them enough. Absolutely. Well, now I live near Lexington, Kentucky, where, where David once called home. Uh, so I have a lot of friends here that, you know, keep up with Dave. And, and obviously your career as well. They've kind of intertwined over the last, you know, 10 or 12 years, it seems like. Um, so they're they're kind of freaking out a little bit about a solo album and it not being another Hermano album at the moment. Is that project, well, as well as the Vista Chino, Vista Chino for that matter, are those simply on hold or are you kind of moving on from those? Um, the, you know, I, I look at it as as um, I I have to go where where my where the the void in my gut mm-hmm. is and. The solo release is something I've been wanting to do for for years and years and years, and, and this is where it's taken me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I, I don't again, I don't stay in pl- one place for very long. I certainly would love to do another mono record. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as as far as Vista Chino is concerned, I you know, it, it could be I, I don't know. You know, I, I, I there's been talk about it, uh, but uh, you know, we'll see where that goes and and. Uh, but you know, I, I see me doing another mono record. I and you know, all these the, these projects. I'm, I'm very proud of of these projects and and musicians. Brent Bjork and Mike Dean from Corrosion of, Consor- of Conformity. Uh, uh, Bruno Fevery. Um, that was an amazing group. Um, that group of guys were a great band and and uh, uh, just uh, you know, again, an, an amazing band. Um, but. You know, I, I had to, I had to, you know, park the Vistachino car in the garage and and get this monkey off my back. That's Again, right. I love those guys dearly, and there's, you know, just I, you know, I, I wanted to, um, you know, explore, uh, and and this is a direct result of of, of that need and that void. Um, uh, same with Armano, uh, Dave Angstrom and Dandy Brown and Chris Leathers and uh, you know Mike Callahan. Um, Love all of them dearly, mm-hmm. all of them you know, dearly. And uh, uh, but you know the the car is parked in the garage, and and when it's the right time, we'll we'll take her out for another spin. Um, but but right now, um, my car is fueled up, and I plan on on taking this one out for a nice long drive. I'm all and about. I'm not going to be park- yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be parking her. Uh, uh, Anytime in the in near near future. Absolutely, I, I had to ask that one. I had some friends that were pressuring me. So, <laughs> okay. Well, now this album it has a member of the Doors on it. Now, how on earth did that come about? Uh, when selecting these songs, um, uh, Harper and Trevor and myself sat down, and we knew that uh, her bullet's energy was was definitely in contention. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, uh, it was Harper's idea. He he said, "Hey, listen, I, I hear some Spanish guitar on this track." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Well, that I, that's a great idea, Harper. Um, who do you know that plays Spanish guitar?" And he said, "Well, I, you know, I, I know Robbie Krieger." And you know, obviously, I just about fell over in my chair. <laughs> and you know, this you know, this was a this is a, a, a you know. A, a long time in, in the kind of making here, and a kind of a wish list. And I, I, I certainly hoped that um, Harper could pull this off. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, he goes, you know, I know Robbie. The first, you know, the first piece is let's get the, let's get the track to Robbie." 
um, let's see if he likes it. Mm-hmm. And then if he does, yeah. you know, the, the last piece of the puzzle was um, if he would play on it. And, you know, long story short, the next thing I knew, we were in the studio, uh, in his, in Robbie's studio, um, in Glendale, mm-hmm. California. And he was, you know, laying down the, these tracks on it. And you talk about a monumental moment. Um, this is something, you know, a moment I'll never forget for the rest of my life. And what a super genuine, super nice guy. And, and again, a, a moment I'll never forget for the rest of my life. So I can't thank Harper and, and Trevor enough for, um, you know, making that making that uh dream become a reality robbie not only made the um the, the song better but he made the record better and uh so hats off and, and big thanks to harper and trevor and, and robbie awesome awesome well you've already mentioned that uh there were some rehearsals that are taking place and that that would lead me to believe that a tour is obviously in the works can we expect a u.s tour or are you mainly uh focusing overseas at the moment I would I would love to do a, an East Coast tour and a West Coast tour. I, I really would. Mm-hmm. I you know, uh, it's got to make sense in, in in every in every aspect, and um, it may or may not. And it it it, it bums me out. It, it would bum me out if I if we couldn't do an East Coast West Coast. Um, but I'm trying. Um, the, one thing that is set in stone is. Um, is Australia in September mm-hmm. uh, heading over and, and doing a, just a four exclusive uh, show run over there, and then November or December of this year, um, I'm doing a heavy, heavy uh, uh, European run. Uh, after that, I plan to, uh, you know, start in on the new solo record, mm-hmm. and um, you know, start writing it, and uh, you know, I'm going to be doing another European summer run next year, and. And hopefully getting back down to uh, uh, Australia with New Zealand and Japan added in there. So um, lots of touring, uh, lots of recording, and, uh, you know, uh, all good things. Awesome, awesome. Well, I, for one, hope it happens. I would. Uh, I really want to get to see you again. I haven't got to see you since uh, I think you guys flew in for maybe the second Hermano record into Lexington and did some practices and did a show at a little club here. Uh, and that's the last time I got to see you live, so it's been a while. Well, I, I certainly hope to, to you know, I'd love to do a full-blown extensive U.S. tour. That's, I, I love touring the U.S. I mm-hmm. mean, this is my, you know, I, I, I you know, I, 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 I love touring this country, you know, and, and I love the U.S. It's, I just, I, it, you know, sometimes just doesn't make sense. Sure. Um, do it because I, I I can't afford it. Right. That's you know honestly, that's the God honest truth. It's it's, it's tough, right. and there's nothing worse um, to having to 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 really pay out your ass to go to to go play. Right. Um, and you know when you when you have when you have two kids and you want them to go to college and and you know you have a wife and you want to you want to be able to support your kids. That's first and foremost, man. Absolutely. You know and. And 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 uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to have two things I love to do. One, you know, working with animals, and and, and two, being able to to um, to to have my family allow me to go on the road and be in the type of environment that I'm in on a nightly basis. So it's got to make sense in 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 every in every aspect. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, you know, so uh, yeah, I'm 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 certainly hoping that. 
the the booking agent that I'm going through right now can can certainly uh, make it happen, right. and uh, I'm certainly um, I'm certainly doing everything I can. So well, you, hopefully, I have, keep, I have keep my fingers crossed. crossed for you. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. All right. Well, I, I know you got another interview soon, so I'll, I'll wrap this one up real quick. Uh, we kind of have a tradition around here where we always end on a random question. It's it's usually a bit goofy, but it always kind of ends up being fun. <clears throat> Your music has always kind of captured, like what I mentioned before, the desert sound. And uh, this album has a few tracks that kind of have a cinematic feel to them. Um, her Bullets Energy, for instance, would be would be terrific in a movie. Um, if you could choose anyone to work with to score a film, who would it be and why? To score a film? Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I would love to score a film with, uh, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a toss-up, Jonathan. It's got to be a toss-up between Ian Asbury from The Cult and mm-hmm. Jim Morrison from The Doors. Um, I think it'd just be really interesting uh, to to uh, uh, to score, a, you know, whether it be a horror film or a documentary or... Or, 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 or a drama mm-hmm. um, with those guys. I, I've always wanted to, you know, I've always wanted to work with Ian, and uh, obviously, God bless the soul, Jim. Uh, you know, I, I can't do that, but uh, I, I, I can, you know, I can only imagine what type of soundtrack that would be working with those two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, lots of good tunes and. And, uh, you know, big respect to Jim and obviously, you know, and, and Ian Asbury, uh, one of my idols. Um, so, yeah. Well, you certainly Maybe got my wheels Jim turning. <laughs> yeah. awesome. awesome. Well, John, I, well, honestly, good stuff, I, yeah, I can't thank you All enough right. for your time, man. I really can't. Well, well thank um, you for the interest. I, I, I appreciate it again. And, and uh, all good things, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I'll try to get this up for you, hopefully at some point, uh, closer to the record and, uh, and we'll we'll go from there, man. I like I say, I appreciate your time, and, and like I said before, your music has has meant a lot to me. So, thank you very much for that. Awesome, thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good rest of your day. All right, you do the same. Take care. Okay. Bye.